Hi, welcome to the Cascast. I'm Ella. I'm Ilse. And I'm Jess. Who are you? Castillo. Okay, this week we don't have any mail because I personally haven't figured out how to look at what you guys have sent us on Spotify. Um, so Jess, unless you've got that <laughs> queued up, um, <laughs> we don't have Do any you want mail. Me to see if there's anything now. Yeah, I tried to log in, but I think because like it, you have to log, you log in once essentially to claim it. It's connected to yours. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, I tried to do it before and it was like, log in. Okay, let's see. We have one comment mm-hmm. from me, Corny. <laughs> it says, great to have you back in my ears. I'm Nerdy Ginger Princess on Tumblr and I did, in fact, blush profusely. I'm impressed that Ilsa made my stream of consciousness sound so cohesive. See y'all. Kiss, kiss. Thank you. Aww. Well, thank you very much, Nerdy Ginger Princess. We love to hear from you. Thank you for noticing because I went back and did a retake as I was editing. So... You're welcome. <laughs> it's it sounded flawless. I couldn't tell until. Oh I saw really? You said that. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> okay, know that. cool. Yeah, I could I could hear the difference very clearly. I was like, I was in a different room. The sounds not it's wrong, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the joys of podcasting. We can do mm-hmm. whatever we want with the sound. Yeah. Um, it's in my hands, baby. So I just want to explain. I'm not sure yet what we're going to call this episode. Um, <laughs> it might be like 702 Kinda. Trainwreck. Hello, Cast World, I guess. <laughs> um, something like that. So we'll, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. Um, because essentially we have been going off the Supernatural Wiki uh, list of Cast episodes. And once before it has done as dirty and we realised... A bit, a bit more ahead of time that the episode that we thought we were doing, Cass wasn't even in. Um, for some reason, they had listed uh, some kind of mention of him instead. Um, and we realised quite late, um, Jess brought it to our attention uh, about 24 hours ago, yeah, <laughs> um, that essentially the major issue with us talking about this episode is that Cass isn't in this episode. Um, that <laughs> is like, that is Leviathan, like the Leviathans. And it is not like Cass's consciousness essentially. Uh, yeah. So if maybe like Cass had like shown himself in some way, but at the end of the last episode, um, which we even discussed like in, <laughs> in our episode, um, Leviathan Cass said that Cass is gone. So yeah. we just didn't connect those dots, I guess. Or, I um, guess we did, but I we weren't thinking about it properly. We were so caught up in the euphoria of a good episode. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of people around here got new jobs or, or like things. And yeah. I don't know. Some people aren't deadbeats uh, anymore. Other people are dirtbags. And so, you know, it happens. <laughs> and like while it is you know misha collins in the trench coat it is not cass um and there's not really a reason to talk about this episode besides a few points um and also we are not ready to cover the next episode because we are gonna have to essentially do a recap Mm -hmm. of what you've missed in the 16 episodes that cass isn't in so that wasn't something that we could kind of prepare for last minute. <laughs> um, so what we're going to do instead is we're going to talk about a l- more about 
Cass's exit from the show mm-hmm. and also like just about uh, the reaction as well um, instead of, yeah. <laughs> you know, I want the to, way we usually talk about an episode. Before we go in, I, I want to discuss yeah. um, the, the texts on, on our on our server that we had where where Jess points out that she will not be doing this she 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 violently opposes this she goes wait technical question are we watching 72 because Cass because isn't Cass technically dead and that's the Leviathans and then Ella goes we got it, I think and then she says Sarah killed him and I go word let's do it Miss Gamble explain yourself and then Jez goes, I don't know, seems out of the purview of the cast cost. It's not the Misha cost. And I go, but the themes, Jess. And she goes, not the themes cost either. And um, <laughs> there are points where she says things like, Ella, be serious, please. And let the record show I'm being forced to watch an episode Cassiel does not appear in. <laughs> and I only have time to watch one episode. And <laughs> That was true. I realized yesterday when I went to watch it, I was like, oh, I have to watch this now because I was working last night and then we had this first thing in the morning. So I was like, I really, <laughs> I, I just have the time for one. Yeah. And look, you really only needed to watch the first, what, three minutes of this episode. So it's okay. It's Which all I worked did, out yeah. for the best. Yeah. Um, also, she says, she says definitely no in response to a different episode that Ella wanted to cover. But I also vetoed, so yeah, about numbers. But um, yeah. I just want you guys to know that Jess is keeping us in line with her hater energy. Um, so don't ever worry about that. And I love that. I'm very, very grateful. <laughs> okay. I, we've, we've, we've talked about it casually on the podcast before, but the thing, the thing that I joked about was that, does that mean that because a character called Cass is in fan fiction, we cover fan fiction? Because that We're is not the, doing that. I refuse. I'm kind of joking. I don't think we have to cover it. But um, Jess is very opposed to covering it, so that Point makes me laugh. Certainly not. We won't be covering that. We also won't be covering the Cassifer episodes except for the one where they go into Cass's head and he's there watching TV. Mm-hmm. I think that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, I think that's fair. Um, and I think that, like, we will talk about, like... Yeah. Cassifer's like arc in like talking about those other episodes right and we can um, talk about the contrasts where you can see that's not Cass maybe if someone watches it and they want to talk about it that can come up naturally that's fine but um yeah I think it only is a few episodes where yeah. he's you know thank god completely absent anyway um unlike this season um like I said there is such a gap um, and I don't know if either of you know more about this, but, um, in my research of just trying to find out, I talked last week, like, oh, I'm going to, you know, get hit the bricks, hit the books. I, I can't remember the phrase. Um, and get into the law. I'm going to get into the law about why Cass was killed off. And in my extensive research, AKA this morning, just having a look around on the internet today, yeah. um, I, could really only find things where like at the end of season six and before season seven started, they were kind of, um, it was like everyone could knew that like he wasn't a regular anymore. Like Misha wasn't a regular in the same way that he was in the last season. And so obviously that caused like speculation and then they were just kind of very coy about that. Um, obviously like, it seems like he was deliberately killed off and then brought back. But I haven't actually been able to find much, like, primary evidence of, like, 
Sarah Gamble specifically talking about walking back that choice. And I don't know if that exists or not. Like, do you know, do you, do you guys like know of anything? It sounds like this is the mythos that has been built by the fandom. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I, I Maybe this is just a case of a mistaken uh, 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 plot, like a little bit of conspiracy theory situation. Yeah, I don't really know what to think about it. Well, there's a lot of people who talked about it, like, uh, who were in the fandom at the time who, like, are talking about what they saw at cons and stuff. Like, that's what I could find. But it's like, if you can't kind of look at the panel, it's like it's just someone's post about it. So, I, yeah, it's a bit frustrating. Um, If... I feel like we might have mutuals who were in the fandom at that time, but if you if you listener were in the fandom and have and like you're like, oh my god, I can't believe they don't know about you know this fucking EW interview that Ella can't find. Um, <laughs> Just believe that I then don't know. please link us because like literally all I could find was this like thing just kind of broadly talking about how the shows about the boys and like you know <laughs> I don't know Sarah Gamble. It doesn't make sense to me, but that's fine. I'm sorry we don't have lore um, because the internet refused to give it to us. Don't think that's our fault. Yeah, like you said, it's just a lot of speculation. So I feel like repeating that at this point is not really worth anything. Maybe I'll have to do more research, maybe talk to more people or something um, before our next episode to get more uh, details on that. Checks out. But yeah. Adds up. I don't know. Do you guys want us to, to to talk about this episode? Ella? Do you want to introduce the episode we're talking about a little mm-hmm. bit today? Look, imagine if I did that. Imagine a world in which I okay. had the wiki pulled up. Right. And definitely. I'm imagining it. Um, didn't like accidentally exit out of the no. page for this episode. I'm imagining it and it's is, a beautiful world. Yeah, this episode that we are watching today, which the name of the episode is... <laughs> Definitely, um, hello, cruel world. Yes, and hello, cruel world. We did it. <laughs> hello, cruel world was actually written by our best friend, our you know, our bosom buddy Ben Edland. Um, he wrote the episode, and it was directed by Guy B, uh, who directed like you know i enjoy some of this stuff like about 13 or so episodes so he kind of popped in every so often um <laughs> this episode aired uh the on september 30th 2011 so you know 12 years ago um Jesus. i think that we like Probably if, okay, if we had a time machine, if we had DeLorean and could go back in time to maybe think about how we were going to cover the season a bit more, maybe when we covered 701, we could have maybe also covered the events of this episode. Yeah. Because we could have just thrown it in there. Because. It doesn't matter. Don't trust in it again. Yeah, because it starts off. For some format. It starts off where 701 like left off. So there is a yeah. bit of internal logic. Um, but yeah, like, you know, this is our first podcast, guys. So, you know, we're not podcast experts. We're only like 40 episodes in. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. We're just a baby. And so we're not gonna get everything right. And yeah. Um, I think I've introed the episode enough. Ilsa, do you wanna talk about uh, what happens you've to... You've done what I wanted you to do. 
<laughs> Which is say that Ben Edlin wrote this episode. That's all I wanted you to do because I wasn't sure if I remembered it correctly. Because I also watched 705, which is a Buck Lemming joint, and I wasn't sure. I got a little lost in the weeds there. Um, <laughs> let me just put my cigarette to the side because I was genuinely considering smoking. Um, uh, Inside. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, disgustingly. Wow, wait, is that like. like I'm insane, is that like. Um... Buck Lemming's first episode back? I've no clue. Yeah, it is. Shut Up Dr. Phil is their first episode back after Route 666. Wow. Damn. What a legacy. <laughs> <laughs> what a bull Shut Up Dr. Phil is actually a pretty fun episode. Uh, yeah. Um, however, Route 666. It's like, anyway, it feels um, like you can't like so, you need to watch all of Buffy and Angel and then watch it again because okay. you'll be like, what have they done? Because to, to you, those to are just actors. two people. They wrote on Buffy and Angel, not Buck oh. Lemming. Um. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, fucking James Masters and um Charisma Carpenter. Um, I think that oh. I do not like. That was really confusing. Sorry. <laughs> I was confused. I don't know that it was confusing. I was confused. That's okay. It's It was probably me, at, like, <laughs> based on my track record today. I love how willing you are to take to take the L because it's, like, it, that was not your fault in any way. Thank you. Okay, third party has said I was I was making sense. I got um, what no, you said. But yeah. thank you. Yeah, because I think that those two are very good actors in the right roles, and I, I think that um, – that episode does not do them any justice. So stream Buffy and Angel, everybody. Stream Buffy and Angel. That's Ella's message to the world. Um, <laughs> anyway, in this episode, I guess we're only going to be talking about the part Sam, or Sam, Cass's exit from the, the, the show for, for now. So Cass dies and is dead. And it seems like Sam and Bobby kind of accept this, but, um, like Dean has a little trouble wrapping his head around it until uh, until they find the coat in the river that floats back up after he walks into the river or the Leviathans walk his vessel into the river uh, that is now their vessel and they disappear into the water supply and his body is down there, I'm presuming. <laughs> and uh, and his coat floats back up and, um, and Dean grabs it. Um, what did you guys think of that scene? Because, like, I mean, Des- Desia, real? Like, every time this happens. Yeah. I feel like I've seen it so many times, like, in, like, screenshots and gift sets and AMVs that, like, at this point, it was, it, I'm, like, Desensitize? It signifies nothing. Like, I've seen it in so many representations that it now signifies (laughs) nothing. I wonder, like, I really do wonder what it was like to see that scene for the first time. Like... Same. Like, watch it live. Yeah, because, like, like you said, it it does really seem to affect them. Like, they're they're really talking about him being dead, and then it kind of goes on a bit later, um, which we can also talk about. But in terms of, like... (laughs) I okay so it's like on one hand I'm thinking like that like okay like that would have been crazy they've killed Cass but then on the other hand I'm like is he just like naked in the water right now unconscious like is that what's happening to the vessel did the vessel explode and then like morph back together or or is he like already like washed up 
somewhere like the the whirlpool effect like fling him to like the other side of that water catchment fling him and take all of his clothes off is it a warning yeah is that what you're saying yeah like why haven't his undies like floated up like why just perfectly the coat just like the representation of cast slides back. Like up. a dolphin just swam to just the like, edge. <laughs> <laughs> e, like that. They flushed him. <laughs> they flushed him like a goldfish. <laughs> they flushed him, man. Yeah, man. I don't know what to tell you. It is a little bit crazy to me to watch. Like, I was like, okay, just the coat. All right. Like, at least let us see that there's a suit and stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. We can talk about the coat in more detail uh, later in the season um, when the coat gets brought up again. But just the like, <laughs> the 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 folding it over in his hand and then just looking so upset. It's so like, if when you cut to Sam, obviously Sam has other things going on in this episode, but it's very She's much similar to the season thirteen, like cast death, where like Dean's very upset. Obviously, he's more upset in season thirteen, but then and Sam is just a bit uncomfortable looking. Um, <laughs> he doesn't look that bothered by it. To be fair, Sam doesn't think he's not sure if things are real right now. He's like genuinely <laughs> having a hard time distinguishing what is real and what's not. So for all he knows this is crazy like he's like yeah I, I guess whatever um i do love though that i'm sorry this is a little bit off topic but bobby says um those whatever you call them and sam in the midst of like full-on like maybe a psychotic break i don't know is like leviathan like he because he is so instinctively <laughs> a know-it-all that he cannot stop himself even in the midst of all, everything that's happening to him he's like oh i know the answer actually um, I found that very funny. He's been in the law. He knows what's going on. He's been in the law. I think that there's something very special to me about the the fact that like it almost is like Bobby and Sam sort of pull back to give Dean space to you know pick up the coat and to say the first words after that. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. It, yeah. It, it just felt that way to me. There's a bit of like reverence towards him or something. Yeah, I think that's extended in the scene. Or like respect of his grief. I don't know. I just, I just yeah. like they know that they were the, clo- like he was the closest to Cass. And so like, this is his deal. I don't know. And, and it seems like Bobby's kind of, he's able to kind of be more clear in the moment and mm-hmm. move things along. Whereas yeah. Dean's a bit stagnant. Like, yeah. you know, um, he's the one yeah. who gets him going and stuff. Um, I I think it's a bit of a wink to the audience when he says, you know, he was friends with us. Like, that's why he's dead. Bit of a, haha, we kill everyone off, which is like... All our friends die. Not funny for me. Sad no. for me. <laughs> it's like, I miss Ellen and Joe and you're going to hell for saying that. I'm killing you. Yeah, you don't joke like that. Um <laughs> Yeah, back at Bobby's, um, which is where it's like they already are making it very Destiel to me in that first scene. But even, okay, okay, let's pretend, let's pretend that that's not what's happening, okay? Back at Bobby's, um, when obviously Dean's freaking out about Sam very separately, um, and then, not separately, but, you know, it's a a whole other thing. And Bobby's, like, trying to suss out if he's okay and stuff. And he says, like, Mm. Bobby says, just lost one of your best, of the best friends you ever had. And it's like... Dean, no friends, Winchester. It's Dean, like, no friends. <laughs> he's got no friends. He has got no friends. And for good reason. 
Dean transgressions, dumb son of a bitch. Just because he's dead, now you get to say this shit to him? Fuck off. I don't like that. To be fair, he would say that to his face. He would, I, as I said. He would it, say that to his face. To... I think he would say that about Sam, you know? Like, yeah. we'll have to, to watch and see. As well. Wait, we yeah. won't see. Is Wait, I wait, 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 wait. Is Bobby I'm dead ready. by the next episode that we cover? No, no. What? Yeah, <gasps> I don't think you see Bobby Fuck. die. Fuck me. I love that episode. Sorry, this is so sad, but I love the episode where he, like, there's Rufus yeah, in there. Shit. He has that moment where he kills his dad when he's like 12. I think that was epic. I do love a little bit of patricide in the family trauma show. I think it's very, very good. I'm sad we won't see it. Are we covering Party on Garth? No, we're not, are we? Because Bobby is ghost, isn't that? I have a suggestion. Let's do a thing um, where we list off our favorite episodes from the gap uh, on our next um episode that we cover okay okay i think i think i want to watch that one slash fiction is when the the leviathans like possess them right yeah yeah they they make themselves they like shapeshift into simon dean they pretend to be um they go on a serial killer rampage and they show their faces to cameras and shit it's very fun season Mm -hmm. seven is like Hey, this is going to be like a lows. really fun episode with like great things happening, like things like the girl with the Dungeon and Dragons tattoo or like Party on Garth. And then it's just like season seven, time for a wedding. Um, <laughs> the Slice Girls. Oh my God, Dean's fucking daughter. This season this is, is crazy. <laughs> Wait, stupid. okay, so I have a question. Okay. Yeah. In the, in the one that we, the Nightmare episode, the woman that Dean stabs is that Sam's friend, Amy Pond? That is, yeah. That happened in, I think, 7 or 4 or something. It must have been. Is it not? Okay, so that's actually pretty funny because that's not... It's not pretty funny, but it's just like... That, that's the episode that um, Spike and Cordelia are in. And then that woman, Amy Pond, is from Firefly. Yeah. She plays... I forgot who she plays in Firefly, no. but it's just like... Huh. Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. Reunion season. People, yeah. Um, the... The girl next door is next episode, um, so that's the episode. Me and Zig, when we watched Firefly, we got really excited because I was like, "Oh my god, she's on a supernatural episode! Let's watch it!" Because he like just loved um, Jewel, I think her name. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, "Yes, let's Jewel watch State. it." She's in it for like three minutes. Like it's all it's just <laughs> little Sam and little version of her like most of the time. And he was just like, "Do we have to watch this?" I'm like, "She's she's coming up," and then it was like barely. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Ford. <laughs> yeah, Colin Ford. Oh, Shout man. out. Um, okay, let's. There's a, there's a little gap in between when when we see him next, right? So we know when he is found. There is. Sorry, there's a car. Hold on. Okay. So, uh, when he is found by um, what's her name? Daphne. Daphne Allen. Yes. He is naked. And he's crawling out of a river, okay? So we must assume that, in fact, the trench coat was not the only item of clothing. Maybe he just got nakedified, unclothed, um, in the whirlpool. Did he, like, fully turn into goo? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I think the vessel was fine and Cass was kind of in there still. Right. And then maybe the whirlpool happened and his clothes got all fucked up, but the trench coat... 
is fine for some reason. He took it off on first. Um, he was like, my coat. And then he took it off. And then he's like, okay, continue. And then the Leviathans were like, word. And then they swam out and ripped his shit to shreds. Um, and so he was, in fact, naked then. Yeah. The memory loss that happens between, like, you know, now and when we see Cass again, it makes no sense. It's convenient. That's, I mean, yeah. they love to pretend the show isn't a soapy. It's a soapy. It's a soapy procedural. Please, please be real. Yeah. I, I just wish it made sense sometimes because it's like, <laughs> you guys are, you guys are making up this as you go. You're making up the story. You guys can make it make sense if you want. You know, other shows figure this out. I know that, like you said, it's soapy, but I think it's like, mm-hmm. you know, he, he, you know, quote unquote, fucked up last season. I I could almost see a situation where Cass just kind of runs away from everyone. If Okay, you know, you're going to get rid of him, whatever. But I could see him like just trying to maybe uh, be like a angel on earth and going around and like healing people and stuff in like a positive right. way. Just and but just wanting to run away from the boys and from heaven. Um, but I, I just I just wish it made sense because it's like of course it's fun, but it's and like they could have just done some reason for him not to remember, but they did never really explain it. I think that um, the the best possible way for them to, I like his amnesia arc. I think it's really fun to see him as this sort of unwitting uh, you know he's a faith healer um and so he's he's in a very different place than where he was when we lost all him which is like disillusioned with god and mm. um in fact deciding he's the new god he's like i would be better at your job and and inadvertently doing a lot of stuff that a faith healer would do like he does go around healing mm. people so i think it's interesting that he is now in a position where he if you, if you wake up in a river right and you don't remember shit you are like, okay, I can't, you find out you can, you can heal people. How do you, how do you like, and you end up married to like a a very Christian woman and she is like telling you how this is a gift that you got from God. How do you not end up like a believer? You have no memory, you know, we're going to, there's so many questions. We're going to, we're going to tear this to pieces the next episode, but just, as as you were talking, how do you find out you can heal people? Do you just touch someone who's got a fucking grazed knee one day and accidentally fix it? Good question. Getting married, getting legally married or even married within any kind of traditional church system involves paperwork and identification. Like you can't just walk into a church, be like, hey, marry us. Like they, you have to do other stuff. They don't let you do so that. If they got married, it was in some like some someone like some preacher's backyard or something, um, which they don't explain. so they don't explain the healing thing they don't explain that they don't explain like her perspective and then they definitely don't when she just gets left at the end of the episode never brought up ever again so that's why it's like okay yay this is fun like seeing Cass without these memories cool I'm into that but then it's like it's so (laughs) (laughs) like the rest of it is like crazy (laughs) ella you've said this but how do we imagine he ends up with a wife because it's a big jump from finding naked guy on the side of a river when you're hiking or whatever uh, to marrying said naked dude 
it's one um, of those decisions where it's like, why do this if not trying to kind of fit him into some kind of heteronormative box? Because he could have just been like living on a commune or something or just even just living with Daphne. You know what I mean? But like being like married. Or just like living in a church or something. Mm. Like That would be interesting as well. That would be very interesting, actually. A priest, maybe? Right. But that's, I think that's why the fact that they... Married to a priest, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Gay married to a gay gay priest. To a gay priest. Uh, He's married to that that priest, the gay is okay priest from season 15. That's actually Dr. Sexy. Oh, I wish. Yeah. I think they would have some really thoughtful That episode is wild. Why did they do that? (laughs) (laughs) That's a psychological torture chamber I'm designing for Dean right now. We cannot get into the psychological torture chamber that is season 15. Like, I just, uh, the the how of it all is a little crazy because they're like, ah, roll with it. And you're like, What? What do you mean wrong? It's like that they're... Okay, so, like, say you're writing a story. I feel like there's two steps when you're doing something that is, I would say, um, not a realistic thing that would happen. One step is just deciding you want to write about that, right? And then the other step is making it make sense in the universe of the story you're creating. And Mm -hmm. they have just skipped that second part. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, yeah, Cass has a wife. How? Why? They're literally right. just like, don't think about it. Yeah, and it's right. like, it's this is what needs to happen. <laughs> yeah, but then I don't, I don't why? understand why to... they, why, right? Like Ella, like you said, why does he have to be in a heteronormative box when you consider everything else he's doing? This is so, uh, it's in such conflict with what he was previously doing. As I've talked about the the God stuff, right? Like that stuff mm. is so contrary to wh- where he was when we last saw him. It doesn't, it kind of makes it seem like this is supposed to be like a, a commentary on how like, this is not him. He doesn't understand himself. So why is he married to a woman? Oh my God. No, exactly. Okay. That's my second point is that to me, this is only a fun story arc. If I'm making it about, one, Cass being gay, and two, Dean being, like, way more um, connected to him than maybe he thought or something. Do you know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. when he comes back, it, like you said, is it trying to point out that, like, that is not a situation that Cass usually would choose for himself or mm. – um, it's kind of like a juxtaposition between how he usually is. And it's like, oh, look, he's like this now. And it's like, haha, yeah, he's not usually like that. But that only works if you have like a certain view of Cass. And it's also like, right. Yeah. And then, yeah, with Dean, it's like, we'll talk about this the next time, the next episode. This is jumping the gun. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. also feel like we should probably stop talking about the marriage stuff too much because we won't have anything to talk about in the next episode. <laughs> yes. I, Stop being reasonable. We're putting a pin, putting putting a pin in it. Is... Stop it. Just... <laughs> just just bottle it up. We don't want the listeners to be bored when we talk about the same oh, stuff next week. So. There is or not. Week, so. I will, if they're bored, there's something wrong with them, actually. When I mm-hmm. rehash all of this, when I say this all again and you're bored and you're listening to this, if you're listening to that episode, next week's episode that doesn't exist yet, and I say all this shit again, you're bored by it. That's your problem. I don't care. You need to fix something within yourself. 
I can't see myself repeating this because I just forget everything I think. And I'm always surprised. <laughs> Okay, that's cool. That's Um, fun. I like um, that about you. What else is there to talk about? Why did they do this to him? Why did they do this to our boy? Yeah. Why did they do this to our boy? Because they hate him. They hate him? Next, the Rammies. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Okay, so like they're kind of combined because it's like, why did they do it and then... If they if they wanted to do it, what if they had actually got rid of Cass as a character for realsies? What would what do you imagine the rest of the show look like? Um, I have an answer Shit. for this in terms of well, I had it a think ended. about it. Yeah, they um, stopped you... the show. It's not good enough without him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. No, well, fully, like, especially considering they get rid of Bobby this season. I I think Crazy. that they were, like, they the whole kind of concept of this season, um, I it was in another thing that Sarah Gamble was talking about. I sent it to you guys. Um, she was talking about how the last season was more of a noir, like season six, um, and she thinks of this season as more of a Western. Yeah. Um, and they've talked oh, so about how like, they wanted to strip that's crazy yeah strip the story to be about the boys again sorry that's a crazy thing to say when especially like the big the big bad of this episode is a ceo of like a multinational company <laughs> right? like isn't that the deal yeah rarely I, I, is that the big bad of a western usually it's like the other guy in town well i guess sometimes in westerns it's Sarah. like the big oil company or something right like it's you know and it's, it's supposed no to be way. like the cowboys against like someone it's literally never that really no no whoopsies it's always it's like the cowboy versus the sheriff <laughs> there's <laughs> never like a corporation well i mean i guess we have to um we have to talk or we have to think about Westerns as like, like a sci-fi is essentially a Western in the way that it's set up. Um, yes. Oh my God. Uh, no. Now you're just saying words. I think a sci-fi, a sci-fi is not a Western. A sci-fi is a different thing. Firefly no, is mean, a Western sci-fi. That no, is, not that is a correct statement. No, just <laughs> hold on. First, before you land base me, hold on. It follows a lot of the I'm, same story beats and um, like structurally it is very similar. So I think that's Sometimes. what she meant. Uh, or not a uh, sci-fi. I, I, like, think, I think she was more talking, she was saying a Western, but I think she was more talking about the boys as cowboys, not so much the story around them being a Western. Like them having to be like, I guess, on the road again or like on their own instead of being like part of the angel law. Right, the idea of losing everything. Yeah. Well, I think like the I feel like the problem or not like the problem, but like one thing that they're kind of always chasing is season one. Yeah. Like I feel like they kind of hold up season one in their minds as like this is the ideal supernatural. And so like that's why they like blow up Bobby's house and like all of this stuff and then like they introduced the angels which necessarily changed like the tone of the show and also like you can't just have two guys on the road constantly like it just doesn't work from a story point of view like eventually they need a place to like be in the world yeah but i feel like that's why they consistently try to like 
reset and like they're always trying to get back to season one mm. when they should not do that and they should just work with the show that they have i think especially because like you said it's not that kind of show and it's like it would be worse off if it was trying to be that show like if it was trying to be even like i haven't watched a lot of the x files so i'm not sure the, sh- the shows that have like monster of the week or case of the week there's a certain amount that you lose of like the individual character's personal development depending on how much mm. you focus on each week's new characters and new plot so like the balancing act of this kind of show is a fine one and i think the show like it does a very good job and i think especially in seasons probably four and five they do a really good job of weaving like the case of the week into the main plot and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I think season mm-hmm. one, it's season one is not interesting to me because, oh, they covered Bloody Mary this week or like that kind of thing. To me, mm-hmm. I like that season because it's like you are getting to know these boys and, and you are getting to know like their backstory. And it's like, mm-hmm. so when they say, like, like you said, when it seems like they want to recreate it's the Sam and Dean show. It's like, no, like we know them Stop now. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you need to put them, you need to like introduce new stuff. You already that told they can that react story. To and like reveal new parts of themselves because also like yeah. they start to kind of like Sam and Dean are always having the same argument, which is like Sam wants autonomy and Dean is like, no. <laughs> and that's kind of like the basis of all of their arguments essentially. And that should have been resolved when Sam's demon blood thing was resolved. Like, that was the natural yeah. end point of that. To me, I, like, see it as well of, like, them passing back and forth, like, who's got a problem? Like, right. yeah. Oh, I've got a, uh, something's wrong with me. And then it's like, oh, something's wrong with me. And then it's like, I feel like not until Jack and right. and that does, like, the structure of that change a little bit. But mm-hmm. even then... Yeah. Do your guys' relationships not work like that? Like, oh, I have... <laughs> Next week is your problem. And then I, we're back to my problem, and it carries on for a bit. And then after that, in, like, two months, your problem again, we, we deal with that. And then it's my problem, it's your problem. No. It doesn't no, happen. No, like, have you never had, like, you have a problem and other people have problem at the same time? Oh, we don't that's, do that, no. That's real. Way. No. I, I, that sounds fake. Yeah, sometimes, like, your individual thing that's going yeah. on with you isn't completely reliant on, like, mm-hmm. what's going on with your brother who you spend all your time with. Like, sometimes... That doesn't make... That's crazy. You can be wow. individual. That's crazy talk. Um, no. I do um, want to say, though, I think that one of the things that... Sorry, just about season one, what makes it so satisfying is it does have a sort of a complete arc... And it does a lot of stuff that later in the se- in, in the show um, they try and come back to and isn't as effective. Like season one ending with a car crash, fucking rules. Yeah. It do- like it yeah. does not get better than this. I was like, I was, it, I thought it was really good. And like the specter of John and when John finally shows up and um, sort of the, the absence and presence that they play with with John is really good. And then even in John's presence in the last episode, it's not actually him until it is. It's good, you know, like that's fun. But um, you can't you can't revisit that well whenever. And I yeah. think I think that y- you guys are right. Like 
Jack is a, a very big catalyst for change for the show. Um, and it's often change that a lot of fans don't like. But that's the risk you run with a 15-season show. <laughs> yeah, literally. So. Also, the way people, like, talk about season one and season two, some people who kind of idolise the Kripke era, they're like, yeah, that's when, like, Monster of the Week episodes were, like, really good. And it's like, mm, that's not you see bugs? the case. Did you guys see Bugs? Just yeah. Saying. <laughs> um, like, well, so, I think yeah. it's like they just kind of ran into the. Pro- that's when they were a novel because they yeah. hadn't done every monster already. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's more like what that was. I think to mm. a lot of like of the later writers' credit, though, they do do a good job at doing like new monsters and stuff like that. I think it's just that it's a bit more spread out, maybe, or even revisiting old monsters in a in a in an interesting way. Yeah. Like, yeah, the work they do totally. with witches, especially because there's so much to be done with that, um, is more expansive, I think, than some of the other monsters that they deal with, and they delve into it in a more interesting way. I like that. I think it's quite cool. I just have totally gone off the rails in my own mind. I'm looking at Cass's uh, entry on uh, Supernatural Wiki, um, just having a scroll because I'm like, oh wow, it's crazy that Seven is like just this tiny little block because there's a lot of other episodes. He is, he's therefore inherit the earth and carry on. Like the last two what? episodes, it's, he's, it's, they're it's so, like, they're got lying. A link for him. They're exactly. Lying. So it's like this list that we got originally, obviously is going to contain more things where maybe Cass is no. actually technically not in the episode. Okay. Well, we'll need to start checking transcripts before we commit then, because this is bullshit. Um, But yeah, like I I just wanted to, I think that the effectiveness of, uh, I'm sorry, the efficacy of of certain things, uh, they just, they don't think it through. Like the amnesia plot, it is effective. It is interesting. But they, they sideline like literally the show making sense. For that, and then other times the the show making sense takes precedent in such a like it's just like they can't find a good balance between the two, and it's it's frustrating yeah. to watch. They do it like they do it well a lot of the time. What if he had been killed off for real though? Like no, what if okay, this was yeah. the end of Cass. Yeah. So my thought is that like the boys wouldn't even survive season seven, like just in universe because. Cass is pretty integral to, like, the end plan of stopping the Leviathan because he can tell who is, like, truly Dick Roman or whatever, like, out of all the copies. (laughs) Um, So, like, if they couldn't do that, (laughs) I can't see how in-universe they would have stopped them. But... Unrelated, but Dick Roman is the best... um pun in the show he's dick he's roaming i'm a roman dick hey like i love that i'm sorry um i don't think i don't think i've ever realized that his last name was any like was also a word i think i just lumped him in with all the dick puns that happened throughout the season right but a dick roaming though come on but he's literally roaming around it's funny to me um but okay so they could have written a different way for them to survive that right they some deus ex machina that allows them to to identify to identify dick um but (laughs) i just think that the show would have ended because so much of 
And I'm not just saying that because Cass is my favorite character, but they truly, like, so many of the meta... Or, like, the meta arcs or just, like, the the season-long arcs mm-hmm. revolve around Celestials. Right. So, like, without Cass, you kind of lose your entry into that thing. So it's, like, the boys are always doing their Monster of the Week thing. Mm-hmm. And then Cass is doing the season-long stuff. So I think um, if they killed Cass, I think that the show would have gotten, like, maybe one, maybe two seasons more. That's, like, why mm-hmm. they bring him back. Yeah, and it seems like a lesson they've really learned because he's very integral to, like, especially Dean's plot the next season as well. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, like, instantly. He's a very good catalyst character. Because he's not – because they're making him a guest star, right? He he becomes a very good catalyst for for shit, but it also affects his characterization interestingly. Where like people can blame a lot of stuff that goes wrong on him because he is the catalyst for a lot of shit. You know, like it, yeah. it kind of makes sense that like people get pissed off because he's always up to th- up to something. But it also makes sense that he's always up to something. That's what he does. Like he is rooting around in there. He's figuring out what's up. He's always getting up to stuff. Yeah, like we've we've spoken about this so many times about how like he is allowed so much development, whereas the boys yeah. constantly cycle back to a very similar place, yeah. um, which can be interesting, but I think isn't um, always interesting. Something I just wanted to check, just because I've just turned 30, so I'm mm. having that thing where like, uh, very successful people are now younger than me, and I'm noticing it. And when I, was your birthday? In June. Oh. Yeah, around the same time as your birthday. I just mean, like, just... I thought you meant that it was, like, over the weekend. No, no, no. <laughs> I just you mean, like, just, just I mentally... I was like, how did we not, like, talk about that? <laughs> mentally, just... I've been going through the process of being someone who's gotcha. just turned 30. That's, I, I still It still feels current, maybe because I'm... Still new to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the year of, like, all my friends from school turning 30, that kind of vibe, you know? Um, yeah. So I just thought that, like, we missed your birthday or something. I was like... No, <laughs> just, it's so close to yours. We can't miss Yeah, it. <laughs> You can't miss it. Well, that's why. Okay. Anyway, what were you saying? (laughs) Anyway, Sarah Gamble is only 40 right now, which means she was 28 um, when she was show running this. So um, maybe maybe I'm just going to give her a bit of leeway because um, like, you know, two two or so years ago, well, two and a bit, I decided to watch this show. So it's like, you know, you you make a bunch of mistakes at certain ages. (laughs) Um, and yeah, wow. Well, she was like 23 or something when, or 22 or 23 when she entered the writer's room. I think it was pretty much straight out of college or something. Must have been. Um, so she was young when she, when she got, um, when she got involved with Supernatural and, you know, then she eventually, she, she was on, she did you and, you know, took the, the world a little bit by storm. So good for her. I need to talk to people who are into the magicians. I need to know. What oh my she god! Did, the vibe dude. is that she did something bad on there over there as well. So I watched. Yeah. I've been. I, I started watching the magicians and it fell off a little bit, and I started watching it again because one of my sisters really likes it, and um, she's committing crimes. That's how she does shows. Like that's how she does good plots. <laughs> she commits crimes. I really um, like that show, and I'd like to know when Jason Ralph will be on my screen again and I'd like to know when Hale Appleman yeah. will be on my screen again. Please. 
Jason Rolfe, I have good have news. Have you watched The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? No, and I will not watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Why? Oh, interesting. Why not? Because I don't want to. Mm. Why don't you want well, to? Well, he's on there. He has a bit part yeah. in the last season. I don't think it's fair to make her do that. Well, I know, but I'm just saying that's where I know him from. <laughs> he's in 11 He's episodes. good. He's really Great. good in there. Um, they also, he, uh, they have a, like, sort of a, like, decades later episode where they put him in some makeup that makes him look older and they did a fucking good job it was like hell yeah dude uh it was fun yeah but yeah i he's he's fun i think it's nice to see him do some some stuff with range i think as a quentin coldwater they they try and make him always be awkward and a little silly and um he's good at it and really importantly he's very sad very very (laughs) sad sad guy so sad so sad He's um, a bit sad on the mother's Mrs. Maisel, but it's more like I'm gonna, no, I'm he's gonna angry. jump out of this building sad. Yeah. Yeah. I it's, liked it's it. more fueled by like and he's funny injustices towards him in his life. I didn't realise how funny he was as an actor um, until I saw him in that. Harvey Guyen's in there as well. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Harvey? Mm-hmm. Our friend Harvey? Yeah. Um, Hal Appleman is on the new American Horror Story, which I also will not watch, but uh-huh. good. Good for him. Good to know that they're both working. You know, Felicia get, get Day the is in The Magicians as well. Is she? Yeah. <gasps> and Keegan Connor Tracy, who you might not remember by name, but she plays um, two or three characters on Supernatural. <laughs> um, she's one of those people that like comes back as like a bit part a couple of times. Yeah, yeah three different times. Um, I'm just realizing how uncharitable it was to say that Mike. In, in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel was a bit part. He has a smaller role, okay? He's a recurring, a recurring guest. Um, yeah, he's like in the main cast of the last season. <laughs> sorry. It was it's really okay. rude. I don't think he'll hear this. <laughs> I don't think. Well, we are going to be bigger than Serial. Um, so. He doesn't strike me as a podcast listener. I have no clue what he's like. I've only seen him in shows. But I just, I do think, right, like, to get back to the show um, that we are actually discussing, I don't think yes. that the show. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. Like, Jess, I agree with you that the show would not have lasted longer than maybe. Like, it wouldn't have made it to three more seasons without Gas. I because like they do need him to drive the long term plot. They wouldn't have had the options. And I also feel like fans wouldn't have accepted like a replacement angel. No, either. Not. Like if they had been like, oh well, we'll just like get them a different angel liaison i don't think that would have worked and the show would have ended they would have needed one that was already introduced before Cass died you know like and they Mm. what would they have done gabriel like they could have put him on the screen he would have maybe it would have felt like scrappy do or something like it just would that's what i'm saying though that's like it would have been a little bit it would have gotten more grating than it needed to me another thing they could have done is like really blown up the boys relationship like not in a way where like they're friends again in a couple of episodes like really get them going on two different paths on like two different stories and maybe building the plot out that way um but that would have also killed the show yeah Yeah. it's like for, for like Partially, we bl- like the showrunners get a lot of blame for stuff mm-hmm. of like what we were just talking about of like always trying to go back to season one, but also like they are very much responding to what the fans want, yeah. Which mm-hmm. is like that's also partially the reason for the stagnation is that it's like that's why there's never like an actual female lead for any of it, 
Thank and you. stuff like that. So it's like, yeah. you know, it's 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 kind of like a chicken egg situation where it's like you can't fully place the blame in either camp because they're constantly it's like a feedback loop, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like Kripke was still, you know, producing at this point, like he's still around in the room and stuff. It's not like he hadn't fucked off yet. So I think, like, yeah, it's still all part of the same There's also, like, a huge audience for this show that isn't, like, online Tumblr fandom. Yeah, it's not not the girls and the guys. There's always, like, that thing of, like, how the Supernatural box sets were, like, the most requested DVDs on U.S. Mm -hmm. Army bases. Like, Mm -hmm. that also has a... Like, that can't be disregarded. Like, we kind of get, I think, sort of... We're like, who... Who could possibly be watching this show if not us? And it's like actually lots of people. Wait, okay. We joked about this. Um, I can't remember if we talked about it on the mic. I really can't remember. Um, did we talk about Louie on the mic? Who? My friend who like watched the show completely independently and like didn't know about Destiel and like didn't yeah. know about anything. Like he he had not participated yeah. in any fandom. Um, we they- did talk about this because you contaminated this <laughs> source. No, well he had you been went drinking- to an untouched civilization and you were like immediately we're like look at this, look at this, look at this. Instead of doing what you should have done, which is research and observation. I'm not that kind of gal. I I instantly was Just- like you no, don't know moving, about the crazy. You're moving thing. from a colonizer mindset. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Instead of respecting this indigenous population. So interesting. Are we as three white people from various colonized places gonna talk about what a colonizer mindset is now? Are we gonna do that? Do we think that's healthy and good for us? Okay, listen like Elsa, I I was being completely serious and I was (laughs) being real and I was being one thousand percent sincere. Yeah, let's okay, talk about fine. it. I'm All I'm saying, saying is, like, S for sarcasm. I re- so you know. <laughs> I think it's a little bit, a little bit hypocritical. That's all I'm saying. Also, I think that you should find a primary source. I think that you can do the the, the anthropology on this one. Like you need this more than we do. So go forth. What uh, Jess finding someone? Is that yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Well, I don't. Yeah. Okay. She doesn't want to do Sorry, that. Go ahead, Ella. What were you gonna say? I Sorry. was just gonna say, like, I, I, I just have like very like recent experience with that kind of fan, and I think that it does like it even does a disservice to those kinds of casual watches when you just kind of go, ah, oh, well, even though it doesn't make sense, it's fine. No one will notice. Like, people like smart shows. Like, you know what I mean? Like. It doesn't, (laughs) cutting those corners, sure, like, you know, only people who are, like, really invested in the show, like, people who go to cons and, and like you said, like, go on Tumblr and stuff, they're going to notice those inconsistencies. But, like, why don't you want to make a better show for the people who just watch it when it comes on TV, you know? Like, it's assuming, like, the audience is not, a thoughtful audience and I I think someone who's a casual viewer can still get a lot out of like a complex story you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah yeah agreed and I think like by the time you get to something like season six and season seven they they don't really respect their audience anymore I think that's a fair point yeah they're like they're coming back for this slop anyway like (laughs) we're just trying to get to the end of the season and get a renewal 
which yeah, is a I shame. Think... But yeah, I agree with you, Ella. It'll be in the show notes, but um, Sarah Gamble talking about season seven um on a little mini like one of those little table panels called where they're just like talking uh, to like a bunch of people at a table. I don't know. Like, oh, they're just like sitting at those little like round con tables yeah um in one of those like she talks about how like because someone's like you know how much do you kind of go off what the like fans say and all that kind of stuff like in terms of thinking about your writing and stuff and she said something like we you want to surprise like your audience like you want to make it interesting so it's like maybe by killing cash she thought this will really shake things up like this will be crazy but it's like you <laughs> it it kind of ruins the actual good formula right i, I think that that yeah. the thing is that like taking risks uh with stuff like that is good it's nice but then it's that works much better for a limited series where you know where you're gonna end um that's yeah. the first thing and um and you have to know what the consequences are because you if you're gonna constantly backstep and bring people back from the dead like it worked with Sam and it it worked with Dean because like, you know, the, I, I think they did it a lot more thoughtfully. Like there was more reason behind it. Like Sam got brought back because Dean cannot function without um, his job as protector of Sam. Uh, and so he did what something that's been introduced a season or two and a half seasons ago, the a demon mm. deal, you know, like, like that, mm. it added up. That, yeah, there's sense. more like weight. There's more, yeah, season and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. And with Dean, like, they were like, okay, we have to bring him back. Let's sit down and think about how this happens. Okay, Heaven has a plan. That becomes an incredible plot and a very interesting thread to keep to, to keep pulling on and alternatively building on. Like, it, it's good, you know, like it works. But I Even think the Sam other thing being is, brought back to life by Cass had a bit of meaning because it was like, he was doing that, like, because he was kind of like, wow, these boys have suffered so much. Like, I am going to bring him back. You know what I mean? Like, it, it even even though it seems a bit flippant. Cause yeah, I think whole, like, narratively, yeah. I do think it's a little less strong narratively, but I, I'm not going to pick bones about it. I think that's okay. Um, because I thought it was very funny when Solar Sam was around. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, being, I'm being very silly. But um, I do think that one of the, the problems is, like, we're talking about like long-term things and surprising your audience and all that and um, making a thoughtful show. It's, I think it's a lot harder to keep that in mind when you're making something that's aired weekly on television. Um, and you don't even know if you're going to get a deal for like box sets or whatever. So yeah, you don't necessarily, you know, the then and now can only do so much. So maybe they're a little bit scared of doing long-term plots in before like the streaming era of television. That's just the thought I had. I, I don't don't know if it's um, necessarily relevant or if I'm giving them too much of an out. I think but. I think it is relevant because I think that like they literally at this point were going into every season not knowing that they had been picked up yet. I think yeah, it might be like maybe just the last season where it was like we know we're not coming back for sure before they like start writing. Um, instead of the way that they were doing it before that, which was, yeah, like they would essentially be producing the season from like A to Z and find out in the middle of that somewhere if they were getting another season based on ratings and, you know, Mm. CW stuff. But 
what about instead of like the Rammies of Cass not coming back, what about Cass coming back but the show still being cancelled and finishing in season seven? Like how do you two imagine that they could have wrapped up this story not just of the season, but also like of the show in total, like in season seven. To me, it seems like a really awkward spot. Yeah. C- compared to other seasons. I don't think they could have done a good job. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think that's that's one of the, the problems with Supernatural is they have too many threads. So it's very it becomes incredibly difficult to wrap a show up. And the longer the show runs, the more difficult it gets. And I think that is in part why season 15 didn't do such a great job of it i mean there are parts where i'm like okay season 15 did a really interesting job with this but um i think in later seasons they should have edged towards closing off some gaps and that they just didn't fully do and i i wish i wish they had Mm. they flirted with it yeah i feel like they would have to end it in a pretty abrupt way of like either like the leviathans win or like god decides to start over or something like that like i think it would be pretty whack yeah or like god just comes down and is like hi yep i'm you know i'm actually chuck um i'm gonna put the leviathans back over there and you guys just live your life and be hunters and (laughs) yeah and then they just get in the car and drive off and it's like yeah america i think you know (laughs) <laughs> I think one of the biggest issues with Supernatural is it never resolves the issue of hunters having to exist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the first question that's raised by the show and they never resolve it. And I, I've said it before and I, def- I probably will say it again, but, you know, sort of a monster rehab situation is the way to end the show. A, a system that isn't um, building... Uh, focused on like violence and and eradication but but instead is like okay what can we do what can't we do um and then maybe hunters still exist but their primary job is not killing it's a little bit more like social work or um yeah you know that's the last resort in a similar vein, I also imagine like if just all magic was removed from the world. Um, so that like magical creatures like that just kind of turn back into humans or something, you know? Um, yeah, I find that a little bit too simplistic, but it could have been done interestingly. I agree. Yeah. It just would have like gotten rid of that, you know, quote unquote need for like hunters and like the kind of, it would get rid of the, the tragedy like that befalls people because of like you know their family getting killed by vampires or whatever like all those terrible things that the boys kind of stumble into every week it's like that would kill that kind of need for a monster of the week case you know what i think Mm -hmm. i think one of the things that's most interesting about supernatural is you get these dudes who live outside the law and are immoral so it's fun to watch them fun to root for them and fun to see them live in a society that isn't really it's sort of like a you know, the underbelly of society. It's, it's, they live in a, in a world that's not part of the actual world. If, I don't know if I'm saying this well. Like, they don't no, have jobs. Mean. They don't have papers. Or they do have papers, but a shit ton of them. Like, um, for various person like, uh, 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 identities. And so, I think that's something that makes the show interesting to me, is like, these dudes aren't part of the world for real. 
they pop into the world to solve its problems, but they don't live in it like other people live in it. I think that's a great place for like any, you know, protagonist to be in. Like I think that's that very makes fun. Like, interesting stories and yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. really what kind of environment. Yeah. I think that the show maybe um we've talked about this like before, like certain uh like it's the moral compass of the boys isn't um as on the up and up all the time and it's also not like treated like consistently throughout the show um Mm. in like what a better show would maybe deal with a bit better uh but that's that that'll get spoken about in you know our salt mines later on are we doing salt mines and heart lockets? No, I mean, I mean later on on the pod. I mean, like when it <laughs> oh, comes. Out, I was also <laughs> a little scared. I was like, oh, I'm gonna pull something on that. Um, I I had a thought watching it. Like, I'm not sure if this is the case, but like Jody is in 702, and like is that the closest we get until Her like they relaunch? Actually... Hell yes, hell yes. Um, I don't know. But this, yeah, this is her relaunch where she becomes, uh, uh, you know, a recurring character instead of a, a Monster of the Week episode character. Yeah. Fun. I love her. I love Jodie. Go Jets. Yeah. Um, I think it is because I, yeah, no, that makes sense because I, they, they meet her when Bobby, they, they get introduced through Bobby and yeah, and then Bobby dies, and I guess that's yeah, must be. Oh, uh, we totally miss like the um, Sam Jody episode that Sam Jody enjoys enjoy being me. Um, yeah, I thought for a second you said Bobby Jody, and I was like, who does that? No, I do um, not. I did, I'm not into Bobby Jody. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the Bobby or Jody. Maybe we can do a Jody cast when we finish. I'm not. <laughs> I think she's cool, but um, honestly, I'd rather talk about her. Um, I'd rather, I, honestly, I'd rather talk about Alex. I, Ilsa, I love, like, sometimes I just find out, like, a blobo of yours. And it's like I just it's she's not so much a blurrow of mine as I think she's like um the the episode she's introduced in is really fucking good and her backstory is really interesting. I wish they'd done more with her. And then she just becomes a nurse. How whack is that? Love it. Go girl, you know? Yeah. I like her, but it's it's funny that like I, no, I think it's just like, like there's other characters <laughs> that I think of first. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a good short yeah. story. Um I think it's a really it's a good episode. It's a it's an interesting story. I think they could have done more with it, much like I do with the Baines twins. Now, there's I think we've said this, oh. we've discussed this spinoff we would watch. Yeah, yeah. In the spirit of like Sarah saying, "Oh, you know, we want to like kind of split the boys up from their loved ones, and you know, killing Bobby and getting rid of Cass and stuff." Mm. They in they they like you said relaunched Jody. They also introduced Garth and charlie this season so it's like what what is it did the boy like are you having fun side characters or not um yeah apparently not. yeah they can't decide this is the problem with supernatural as a whole they can never decide what they want to do oh uh, else you cut out 
You cut out. Oh, sorry. I was just saying, like... You said that's um, the problem with Supernatural. I should have just left it there. I just said, I said um, <laughs> the problem with Supernatural is that they can never decide what they want to do. Um, they don't stick to their guns. Yeah. It's... It's hard um, because, like, we haven't covered an episode in this way before. It's hard to, like, just be kind of totally skipping what the, what's going on with Sam. Because <laughs> it's like, usually we would, like, discuss it because it's like... Just talk a little bit about in... the fact that he's his life sucks right now, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that Jared's doing a pretty good job with all this. That's what I w- would want to say. I I don't know why it's like... It's constantly a surprise to me when I see him like being better at acting. Like every, it doesn't get like <laughs> I'm not getting used to it as we're covering these episodes. I'm like, wow, that's Sam. I'm really believing that. Whereas, like, I don't know, maybe I watched more of the later seasons more recently, and I'm like, who is that guy? But it's phoning it in. Really, that's, scary that's my friend stuff. phoning it in, guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I watched the. This episode, it was still this episode, I think, um, where <laughs> I watched this episode. That's what I'm saying. Uh huh. Um, the the scene where he he hallucinates Dean, and then he goes off with Dean, and Dean keeps being mean to him in a way that's just a little bit too mean until you realize that that's not Dean, <laughs> and you're like, oh okay. Like he's repeatedly like, "You're crazy. You're cuckoo bananas. You're fucking." You're, you're fucked up in the head. It's like, dude, take it easy. Yeah. Yeah, but they do have a I pretty think good Dean's scene. quite sweet to, like, real Dean's yeah, quite yeah. sweet to Sam this episode. He's very worried. And yeah. um, I like their conversation at the end with, like, the, yeah. the pressing the palm thing. I think that's, like, that was a fun that's thing. fun. I'm glad they introduced you guys, that. I, I Okay, wait. I, I don't know if I'm, like, misremembering, but, like, that's not, like, actually Lucifer, right? Like, it is all it's in Sam's head. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, I was like, I don't remember how this gets wrapped up. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't remember exactly what the it gets wrapped was. up. Um, it gets wrapped up by, um, by Cass taking on the hell trauma. As if oh, it's, right. Of course. Yeah, as yeah, if yeah, it's yeah. a pill you can swallow. Just like, oh, just you spit it up and I'll I'll, I'll um, swallow it down. No problem. Don't worry about it. We get cast back and then we just get like, we turn the corner on that and just slam And then right they fucking kill him again. Honey cast. <laughs> Which is a whole nother fucking thing. Like, Jesus. I want to do research on like, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like either. it's very heavy stuff, and the show's like, "This is funny. You guys having a laugh?" And yeah, oh god, it's like, no, I'm not. Um, is this it for the episode? Like, are we done? Yeah, maybe. I I think it's we've crazy. covered like all these things. Um, I again, I one thing. To I say. really exhausted my resources with the um trying to find out what yeah. exactly happened behind the scenes so if any listeners have anything please yell out yeah no i hear you uh that would be lovely we don't know shit about shit i do want to my one thing is um someone once called ben edlin ben edlin the king of supernatural needle drops and he does he did write them 
<laughs> he put black water in there because there's black water in the pipes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's funny, but it's also a good song. I'm having fun with it. Good for you, dude. Sure. Thank you to the Doobie Brothers for writing that song. <laughs> Wow, so after we cover next episode, we'll be halfway done with our Season 7 coverage. We're a quarter of the way done with our Season 7 coverage currently. (laughs) This did not need to happen. This whole episode that we're doing is a a mistake, and I'm sorry. We talked about it for long for no reason, and we apologize. I think that I'm not sure how many people come to us for um, succinct to the point analysis um succinct anything succinct jokes so listeners we love you very much please send in um all of your thoughts and comments uh and you can do that by emailing us at thecastcast at gmail.com or sending us a message on tumblr which is also at the castcast and uh now on spotify you can leave us a little message uh in our q a section if that's what you want to do. We're also on Twitter at the cast cast. If you're still using that media. Um, okay. So then for next week, I actually don't know what we're covering, but it's the next time that cast shows up. <laughs> uh, which I believe is the born again identity. Yeah. So that'll be fun. And I'm excited mm. to talk about that. And we love you a lot. Thanks for listening. Bye. Kisses. Bye. Bye. Hell yeah, we're in. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, oh man. I did burp. Did it pick it up? There's the burp! Yay! <laughs> it's going in the outtakes. I'll do the edit this week. I need to make sure it's in there. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you can um, do the edit this week, but yeah. Guys, while Elle is figuring that out, let me talk about the South African rugby team and how they're up to bullshit. The Volca, guys, the, the box are, are letting us down. I feel like you guys can't hear me because Jess at at some point certainly would have said that she doesn't give a fuck. Can you hear me now? I can hear. I can hear. Okay, cool, cool. Can you hear Um, both of us? Guys, last week, yes. Last week, the Springboks, they played France, right? So SA played France and we won by one point, okay? And then yesterday, same shit against England. England, bro. England has got a... Rugby. England's got a good team this year. That's great. Everything. I don't give a shit, though. It's England. We have to show these. <laughs> we, we, as the Commonwealth, must show them like, <laughs> where to stick it. It's important. I didn't realize you were so passionate about international rugby. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. It's There's a small little bit of pride in me, and I need it. I need everything to be fine. But like yesterday we won, it was either 15-14 or uh, fif- like 16-15, but we won with one point. How nice. is that okay? And we, in the last five minutes of the game, in rugby with one point? Bro. Sounds <laughs> like a fun game. <laughs> I We got out because I was uh, watching the... Uh, you know, the the fucking the film of the Eras tour with uh-huh. a friend. We went to go see it for her birthday. Apparently it was the third time she was seeing it. I would have been like <laughs> I would I straight up would have said no that I'm good if I knew this see. was her third time going. 
It's like three hours, three and a half hours or some shit. And then I was like, oh, we got out of the theater and somebody checked the um, the the score for the rugby. And I was like, dude, because <laughs> next week we're playing New Zealand. And we're going to, we're going to, it was hard to see. We're going to absolutely fucking die. We're going to die. Okay. Um, I needed to get that off my chest. We're not going to win this World Cup, guys. It's I rough. hope that, I, yeah, I hope New Zealand to... beat you. Damn. That's fine. I get it. I get it. The All Blacks, I mean, they're a good team. It's fine. Yeah. They've always been good. It's brutal, though. At least it will be them and not England. Hello. Editing Ilsa cutting in to uh, happily announce that uh, South Africa did, in fact, win the World Cup <laughs> um, about an hour, maybe an hour and a half ago. Um, it was a crazy game. Not that you guys care, but holy shit, guys. Anyway, we did it. <laughs> I can give you stats. I'm not going to give you stats, but we did it. Uh, That's all you need to know. So take that, Ella. Ha! I'm still not really sure exactly what rugby is. You know what I mean? It's a really good sport. It's a game. People kick things. Men wear short pants. They sh- they short do. Tall, big fucking men. I actually understand the rules of American football more than I understand no the way. rules for rugby because of osmosis through television. I'm, you should forget the rules of American football post-haste. I'm kicking your ass across the equator. No one's ever explained to me the other rugby. This is wrong. I don't understand rugby very well, but Jesus, at least I don't understand American football. Well, you know, everything I know about these kind of sports has been against my will anyway, so... That's fair. I'm going to say something about American football right now and that it mm-hmm. is bad and it's frustrating to watch because the athleticism is simply not there in comparison to other sports like <laughs> soccer and rugby and like baseball even to an extent like these are sports where athletes are running for not baseball so take that off this list but it's like in Soccer, you're running for 90 peri- ninety minutes at a stretch. Like, in rugby, it's like there's a lot of skill involved. In American football, it's 10 seconds of play, maybe. It stops. A different squad comes out, does something different, plays for a few seconds, stops. A different squad comes out. It's fucking nuts. It's, like, so crazy. And it's actually frustrating for me to, like, this sport is it's actually oppressive in this country. Like the amount of money that goes into football, not just professional football, but college football. And I'm taking a stand on my platform. My Cascas Warriors, I'm rallying you. We need to abolish American football. It's held us for too long. We need to be getting into track and field, okay? Now these are athletes, hockey. These are athletes. Rugby should be our national sport. I don't know about rugby are. Also, it's sexier. Rugby is a sexy sport. What about the self-titled album from 1999? That one's pretty good. What are you talking about? I'm Eric and football. (laughs) I'm Eric and football. American football. Joke for one person. (laughs) The band. I don't know that. I'm on the the call and I'm here for you, okay? (laughs) 
I'm the one person that got you. Got you I'm back. trying. I'm trying to tackle real <laughs> issues, and you're making jokes uh-huh. at a time like this. Sorry. I love that you're saying tackle. You're already wow. ready, ready for rugby. That's so so cute. Say scrum next. Jess, have you ever watched any Australian football? I have not. I feel like with all this athleticism talk, you would appreciate it. Like because those those guys and gals, they they all run around more than more than soccer. Like yeah. it's kind of like if basketball was played on like the scale of like a football <laughs> field in terms of the ground that they cover and people are kind of allowed to run like anywhere, so people are literally running back and forth the whole time. Um like I, I gotta give it that. I don't love the AFL, but yeah. Um, yeah. The other thing is, that I'm not a huge like sports watcher. I I pretty much never like sit down to watch sports. But unfortunately, because of the way this country is, if you ever end up watching sports, it's usually fucking football, which sucks. Maybe Bad you need sport, to start dumb. hosting the sport. Like you need to be the one being like. This Friday night, we're all watching the hockey, everyone. Yeah. I don't know. I do like it. You have to be the change, et cetera. Hockey's pretty cool. And also, I think it's embarrassing that, like, we essentially invented football so there could be a sport that we're good at and no other country plays it. <laughs> and it's they like, are, the- what, are we infants? Are we children? We, everybody else is winning, so we quit? You're supposed to be They're professional in- <laughs> athletes. <laughs> sorry, I thought you were done. Like that was a business decision. I'm sorry. They, they only invented AFL here so that like the cricket players would have something to play in the winter. Wow, <laughs> like to keep fit. Um, cricket is such a bullshit. Get- I'm sorry. I love cricket. I think it's soothing in the same way that a chill podcast is. I've never had a better nap in my life than one day when it was insanely tired. We were. At my grandparents' house, close to the beach, uh, I was. It was hot as hell, and it was humid. And there was like one fan running, and there was cricket on the TV. And my dad and all my uncles and my granddad and some of the kids uh, were chilling and watching the game. And some people were uh, fucking around in the kitchen. And I was sitting on a lazy boy. It was this. It was a velvet lazy boy. So that you consider my dedication to just like fucking mm-hmm. sitting down, <laughs> um, <laughs> and drifted off to the commentators who always talk like they have not a care in the world. It's so soothing, and then the soft noise of a ball hitting the bat, and it's just like, yeah, man, this is exactly what you're supposed to be doing. That's a sport for people who want to sleep. I like the I crowd that. noises in, in cricket. It's just like, yes, Whoa. makes me so happy. <laughs> so like, there's low-key. no boring. Everyone's yeah. here to have a chill time. I like Everyone's cricket to get an adrenaline rush. <laughs> I like there's cricket some because, dude. yeah, like it's it's like the sport that like a fully functioning alcoholic could play. Like, <laughs> it's so slow. <laughs> and like all the dudes that play it are like dads yeah i mean there's a lot of skill involved in cricket like the the you know the way you play uh the way you hit the ball the way you throw the ball 
uh, whether you catch the ball, like all of those things. That's great. I love that for them. It's not a fast-paced sport though, and there's always some dude in the crowd who doesn't have a shirt on and is wearing like a like a cleaned-out watermelon as a hat, like cut out <laughs> in a helmet kind of shape, and they're just chilling, <laughs> like like on the grass having a couple beers with, with some friends. And I'm yeah. just like, sure. People have their faces painted in their flags, and I'm like, this is a lot of dedication for cricket. You could not, not get me to do that. Similar to rugby, Bro. I think it's fun that, like, England are often quite bad and all of their colonies mm-hmm. are quite good and beat them. Yes. Um, so that's yes. fun. Like, if you watch, like, Love the West part. Indies play and they, like, beat England, it's like, Oh, yeah. they, the West Indies, watching West Indies, uh, like, play cricket is actually super satisfying because – like that is actually fun because they're very good. They will be hitting sixes, yeah. um, and then the crowd will go a little wild, cricket wild, but still, you know. Yeah. The commentators get a little bit of uh, energy in them, but yeah, never had a better nap than that one time. Anyway, guys, <laughs> sorry for talking about sports so much. Um, I was going to complain about something else quickly. I don't know how long this episode's going to be. Well, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to do you want to do you want to complain on the mic or do you want I want to ask Jess about Oh, we're already on the mic. Yeah, yeah, Jess, you go first and then I'll complain. I think we can segue neatly. <laughs> um, I got a job, listeners. I'm employed. Isn't that exciting? Yeah, dude. It is exciting. Um, That's so exciting. She's I'm, not a dirtbag anymore, she says. I'm working at Sorry. I had a big stretch overtake me. Um, I'm working <laughs> all the work. at the local indie theater that's near me. Um, and I'm that's a manager so there now, which is exciting. So I've Ooh. done two, I've worked there for two days. I got to watch uh, Killers of the Flower Moon on my first day. So that was awesome. Wow. Very cool. That's but cool. Um, it's pretty, the thing that I'm like, the shifts are long and like there's a lot of downtime and i'm like that's oh, yeah. a little difficult actually what i'm picturing is <laughs> like you. you're in the not like a film from the 90s and you're just kind of standing around at your workplace and literally having conversations right. with your co-workers about right. life and yeah. love that kind of that's vibe. like exactly what it is but now all of my co-workers are like 19 and 20 um, so it's a it's a little tough. It's, it's a little. T- I mean, you just have to find a little like a groove for yourself where you're like, they're young, they're still people. We're gonna be okay. It's fine. Yeah, there was an actual high schooler yeah. working yesterday, and I was like, damn. <laughs> okay, that's I mean, they're crazy. Hustling. They're hustling. <laughs> With us, it, it definitely was a numbers game. <laughs> should we get him in here for a special guest appearance (laughs) (laughs) what's he saying Uh, uh, come on yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
we're bothering you. <laughs> Jeremy has just, for the listeners at home, Jeremy has just out of nowhere in our guest parlor said, hell yeah, recording time. And <laughs> now he's saying that he can't come and say hi because everyone else in his house is asleep. Ugh. I'm going to boo him. No fun. But that's not a no. Yeah. Get his out. <laughs> get, get his out. <laughs> Get his house. Get his house. I'm coming for his house. Wake up those dogs. <laughs> wake up those horses. Wake up. Maybe don't wake up. Don't wake Their up. wife. Sleeping late. Oh, I guess it's an hour earlier there. <laughs> he did. He really did interrupt everyone's thoughts. He interrupts. He goes. He goes. I'm posting only to interrupt everyone's current thoughts and sentences. What else? Oh, I also started playing finally um, the new uh, Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom. I started playing that. Oh, yeah. So that's very okay. exciting because I wasn't allowed to play that when I was unemployed uh, because mm. then I would never become employed. I would just play. <laughs> was that, that a self imposed thing? Very much so. Like yeah. Okay. That, that sounds well, like a just rule. Yeah. I can't do those kind of rules. I'm very bad at those kind of oh, rules. Oh, it's. I just don't enforce them. I know the guy who who makes the rules and he's a pushover. Do you know that, that yeah. one person? Well, I had yeah. a workaround, which was that I was playing other games. Um, right. It was just like that specific one. I was like... That one that, I, the one I, that I you want not. the most. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Incentive, I guess. Um, Are you so, still doing the horsey job as well? I am. So we'll see how that all works out because as it is like the movie job goes pretty late at night the mm. horse job is early yeah. in the morning so like we'll see these are things that that we all must contend with sometimes yeah but i'm proud of you and i hope it'll i mean, hope it works out well like i believe in you dude and i also believe very much in your potential as a um cool person um <laughs> as a cool person who works at a, at an indie movie theater? Like that seems very right for you. You work at a yeah. barn in an indie movie theater. Like that's Jess in a nutshell. Thank you, thank you very much. But I was like talking to all my colleagues. They all live like really fucking far away. Like it's crazy. This one guy is driving like yeah. an hour to get to work, and actually he's not even driving because he's a broken leg. So his parents are driving him. How is he working? That's like four leg. hours of driving for he's not. That Jesus. was the thing that was like, first of all, okay, here's the thing. I am not paid very much because that's nonprofit, which is like, it is what it is. I would love to get paid more, but yeah. there isn't mm. the money. But there's so much downtime and there's a lot of staff working at a time. So I'm like, the easiest way to save money is to cut people. And we seem to be overstaffed, which is right. insane. It's just, like, I'm, like, this is just kind of, like, interesting. And I appreciate it because it's very, like, it's a nice, it's a super chilled-out workplace. Like, there's a lot of downtime where that. you're not expected to, like, do busy work, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it's very real. But, like, this dude with the broken leg, there's he literally can't do anything. He just, like, sits. Mm. The one thing that he can do is take tickets. But he can't well, do concessions, he can't sweep, he can't, like... How big is the cinema? Like, is there multiple screens? screens? Oh, okay. Two screens. 
Yeah, it's not big, huh? And it's also like they have three people working behind concessions. One person to do popcorn, one person to do drinks, one person to ring people up. And I'm like, this could easily be two That's... people. And yeah. especially That's for earlier many. showings, yeah. it could be one. Like That kind of employment just does not happen here because like the minimum wage is so low that places are usually just staffed as efficiently as they can get away with, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. Oh, yeah. It Everywhere probably, here is yeah. understaffed, especially like when you work for a large corporation, like any kind of chain mm-hmm. business at all, you're understaffed, always understaffed. So mm-hmm. it's this really wild to work at a place that is overstaffed. What, uh, how like did the manager position come up? I was online checking their movie times and they were like we're hiring for managers full-time and i was like well, no i mean I yeah a full-time job <laughs> i mean so. like did someone quit like how why is the job open um i'm not really sure like some people are getting promoted um into more like re- like there's at least one guy who's like moving up into like a more regular hour like nine to five type mm-hmm. deal mm-hmm. um and then i That's guess i am i think maybe one person quit I'm not totally sure. I haven't gotten into like that kind of gossip yet. That's the best stuff. Like um, finding out yeah. the lore of like what's happened here. I know. I really <laughs> want to know about like other people that were interviewed. Mm. You're like touching the ground and saying, mm, I yeah. wonder. Yeah. Well, oh, I want to complain about something. Yesterday I was made to watch Red, White and Royal Blue a second time. I've watched it the first time just so I know what's going on in pop culture. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I was like, fine, gay people. Good, I guess. Yes. Um, and then I was made to watch it again with people who would quote the lines before the character said them and pause it to analyze the scene and discuss like fucking nervous habits that the characters had i was like this is not you don't need to just this is basic media comprehension like you don't need to discuss it and then i was like i guess i'm kind of annoying about supernatural but jesus at least i keep it to myself most of the time and to the people who listen to the cast calls and record it with me (laughs) yeah keep it you keep it to yourself your close friends and hundreds (laughs) to thousands of more people the probably not thousands let's be real maybe tens i don't know probably Something millions like maybe gen- <laughs> there's millions of people listening to it invisibly mm-hmm. um but like it just okay. it pissed me off so bad yeah so it, it ended up taking like four hours because we had okay people had like uh like breaks to go to the bathroom whatever and to bitch about other stuff sure but like you cannot make me watch a two-hour movie that's not that good and then force it to be at, like at least three hours that we spent on this movie. So it wasn't I'm gonna even kill like someone. fun to like hear like two people no. who are really passionate about it. It wasn't in- interesting. It was not interesting. I was like, I could have told you this, and I didn't watch all of this stuff that you guys told watch. That is apparently analysis of this sh- this movie, and I didn't read the book. The only analysis I've seen about so is like people who enjoyed the book being like it, it didn't live up to the book in these ways but it did in these ways right. or whatever or people being like negative <sighs> on it i haven't seen like people be like this is a masterpiece or whatever. 
just imagine what I went through. Okay, just be there with me for a second. No, you really painted a picture. Just, it was. <laughs> It was bad. And then we also watched Bottoms. And can I say something? Bottoms disappointed me. And I'm sorry for that. And I'm sorry, especially to Ayo Itabiri. What did you say? I feel yeah, like I, I didn't hear what down. you said. Bottoms, Bottoms what? disappointed me. Disappointed me. Ah. Uh, Don't spoil it. I haven't watched it yet. Sorry. Okay. It's not coming out here it. until like November or something. Like the end of November. Oh, dude, it's... It fully didn't come. It didn't come to theaters here, so we just pirated it. So, yeah, I can't remember if I've spoken too much about Australia's piracy laws, but it's like you need to have like a proper VPN and shit to be able to pirate anything here. Like if you go to a website and oh. download a movie, the internet like providers like, like um, w in like it's. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a weird thing where... I was about to be like, can I send you a link or something? But that sucks. You can, like, go on those websites where you stream stuff. But, yeah, you you can't do torrenting and stuff without a VPN. I was... um, One time had left, like... I was, like, seeding by accident, didn't mean to. And Verizon shut down the internet to Mm -hmm. our house and called us and was like, if you don't stop that shit, you're (gasps) toast. And my parents were like, oh, (laughs) what? And I was like, hee hee. <laughs> we like, wow, that's well, crazy. I, will not be I was like, I won't be moving to guys' countries. I might be, I might deal to with, I might have to deal with load shedding, but at least I can fucking endure it. Like, jeez. Well, you can just go to the cinema to see films such as Bottoms if you lived in other of these countries. That's true. That's a very good point. So, a, I mean, I'm not waiting till November. Anyway, um,. <laughs> Moving along, I just wanted to complain about my day yesterday. I had very fun nice. because I was happy that my friend was ha- having fun, but I was also very annoyed. Um, so explain that to me. I don't get it. I Do you think that some people who kind of uh, have that, bring that energy maybe to a film like that, like didn't have that experience in high school with media? You know what I mean? Like No. Because I knew her from, like, the time that we were, like, what, six or seven. And she was definitely very into media back then as well. So, like, I don't know. Anyway. Here's the thing. She showed me AMVs for the first time. That movie was not very good. But Nicholas Galitzine, I stand. Mm -hmm. I will be watching that new movie that he's going to be in with Anne Hathaway. He's very good in Bottoms. He's an actor. He's an actor's He's actor, even. He was great. It's the other guy I've got an issue with. He ruined it for me. Like, Here's what's crazy about that guy, is that he seems like <laughs> he doesn't know. He's never been attracted to a man in his life. He's not sure what he's doing. He's scared to commit to this. Turns out, he has a whole secret husband. Have you seen this? Do you know about this? The actor. Yeah. The actor? Taylor Zachar Perez. The guy who was in the kissing booth. Oh. This seems like allegedly. I've not heard any of this. <laughs> Wait. Well, he, has a, he has a whole husband that he's hiding. Says who? Is this like Taylor <laughs> being gay? Like what? No, like, what's it's the legit. They've like scrubbed him from the internet, but like there's like legit like records and shit like that. Like there's pictures of them together. No. Isn't that just like the craziest thing? It feels crazy to me. I feel very like, rude. I get like kind of being sort of. Obviously, he's not closeted. Like, I'm sure the people in his life, like, no. Right. But I guess, like, sort of publicly closeted. But then why do, like, yeah. this huge fucking gay movie? You know what I mean? 
Like, if you're that Maybe, committed to it oh, that you've tried to scrub his existence from the internet, your husband's existence yeah. from the internet. That's what's weird about this, because like, it's like, you don't have to be out or whatever. You don't have to do a big statement about it. But I'm seeing what you're seeing. There's, like, old screenshots of Instagram and stuff before, yeah. I Can guess, I, he was... I think that's, like, isn't the message of the movie, like, a big thing is, like, you get to come out on your own time. And no. maybe he doesn't want, like, especially if you're a public figure. Totally. So, but what I'm saying is that, like, when actors are I in get why he would like take this, it. there's increased interest into their sexuality. Versus, like, if he just That's stayed fair. doing stuff like the kissing booth, straight roles, people don't necessarily care about that. Like, but when Whoa. an actor does a gay role, immediately the question is, well, are they gay? Like, that is, like, yeah, the well, second do you question think that, that you like, ask about them. He didn't want the scrutiny, so it's like he has scrubbed the existence from, like, online, right? But it's like, if that was just still up, then people would be like, oh, yeah, he must just have a husband. No big deal. Mm. Whereas, like, deleting it creates, like, a story, kind of? It's, like, just like, bizarre. Bad well, it doesn't really create a story because only, like, online people even know about it. I haven't heard, I haven't seen anybody actually reporting on it. Mm. I didn't find, I didn't find Nicholas Galtzing that good of an actor, but maybe Oh, that's you're crazy. <laughs> I, I thought he was overacting a lot, and I find that annoying. I thought he was. At doing least he was, like, was acting. acting. Taylor Zachary Perez <laughs> no, was just I, sort of there. No, he disagree. was so obnoxious. Uh, I think his acting was. He was uh, a lot more subtle. I like in some of the the respects, but I do think the direction was maybe bad. Subtle. Um, he was so subtle I, that he like wasn't doing facial expressions. Disagree. Agreed to disagree. Are you saying that the American guy was subtle? The acting of the American guy was more subtle. And I'm sorry to say I think you're getting subtle because I see that I'm um, doing anything at all. (laughs) I think you're getting subtle confused with looking at another man. I was watching Nicholas Galtine and I was like, well, Jensen Ackles could do this. Like, no, this he couldn't. Jensen Ackles would burst he into couldn't. flames if you suggested that okay. he plays a gay role. Okay, never mind. I meant the the kind of acting, right? He the, has the, the acting chops, but does he have the temperament? Maybe not. Is that what you're saying? The role? No, but he could, this level of acting he could do. I'm. I feel like I'm going to get in trouble if I talk more about my opinion here. But um, you can be wrong. I'm not watching it's that okay movie a wrong. third time. You know? I'm not wrong, and you guys are gonna make me angry again, and it's gonna be terrible. Yeah, me and Jess just like already had this conversation like three months ago um, about oh, how she so was. So, and Nick Gallatin was that. eating. He ate it up. Okay. I found. I, I think I found the character in Wing. And so, did you even <laughs> watch the scene? That was like "Call Me by Your Name," where they're on the dock, and Nick Gallatin's heart is uh, breaking. Yeah, that was. I mean, you clearly were not paying attention like, well, to your friends' asides. You were too busy being mad that your friends are enjoying the movie. <laughs> I was. Did you I even see the bit was, at the party where he was just I like looking over, and then he kind of was just having a mental breakdown in the middle of the party? Come on. That was compelling. Did you even compelling. see the part where he's getting fucked and you can tell exactly when the dish goes in? <laughs> I did think that was pretty good. Acting. Um, <laughs> um, I will say that I think that um, maybe I just have a different, like, 
like bad taste. I don't know. Well, Are you just fuck confused you. because he's a brunette? <laughs> Sometimes you can get no. like that. How are you rude to me because I'm with brunettes? Um, I also maybe I was confused because I was he he is handsome and I was a little bit blinded by that. You know so maybe that I this was is coming from that. a place of a brunette person. Like I am. This is I'm from experience. I speak of the confusion. Oh, sorry, you're a brunette person. Is this your no? Like line? A, a brunette person is in like I'm a people person. Like that's the kind of. <laughs> You know, um, I was about to say, how could you possibly say Jensen Ackles is blonde if you're going to call yourself a brunette? <laughs> He's blonde um, just like I'm blonde. But anyway, let's not fight. Let's not fight. <laughs> I I did think, I thought that, um, you know what? Maybe, maybe, okay. Maybe that kind of what I see as overacting, okay, mm-hmm. is appropriate for the genre. And maybe right. I'll, I will leave my opinion there. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe that's it. Like maybe I thought that this t- Taylor guy did not have googly enough eyes. He was bad. What is a man supposed he to do? He lacked charisma. He was annoying. Partially it's not his fault. The script was winning him nothing. But like the way that he acted it, he was grating. He was irritating. And you're saying that that's a better, that's better than Nick Gallatin. That's so interesting to me. I think this You're is crazy. a this is a this is a, a preference thing where you don't like the kind of character that he played, and so you, you found yeah. But he could have played that. I like that kind of character fine when the actor like is able to imbue it with more than just I'm a dickhead energy. But he can't because he's not a good actor. Interesting. He wasn't Interesting. charming enough for me to not, like pull not off nearly. That. Whereas I felt the other guy was more, um, you know what, bumbling, kind of charming, and like obviously oh, trying so to annoying. like be Mister Normal. You know, you know so me. So don't you love? Don't you love when someone's like, "I'm the most normal guy here. Don't even worry about me." Like that's the energy the other guy was bringing. Can I say something? I just wish that the acting was like Yellow Jacket style, where the intensity of the performance was earned. And when it wasn't earned, it was a little bit more. Okay, well, you're watching a rom com for teens. Yeah, it's the rom com for teens. <laughs> okay, see, so that's where I am at. That's the problem. I okay. I'm so like, wait, well, Jess, maybe if we watch the, maybe if we watch the film again through the eyes of <laughs> it being like an intense drama, then maybe like it'll maybe we'll see that Taylor Zachar Perez is somehow fulfilling that. Do you are you hearing yourself? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. You're I'm saying, not saying that Taylor Zachar Perez good. I'm is saying he was on bad. the level of Melanie Linsky in Yellow no, Jackets. No, I would never listen to me. Yeah, listen that's what me. I Jess, thought. I love you. I would never say that, Jess. I would never say that. I'm saying he was better. <laughs> if Nick Gallatin um, was in Yellow Jackets. He'd kill that. Show. He'd crush that. Oh, he, he what as coach? I, I'll give you that. As coach, no, I would never Melanie let him Linsky's do coach. Husband, like he would do a good Melanie as Linsky Jackie. Jackie, <laughs> he would do a good Jackie. He would do a good Jackie. I, well, maybe he wouldn't. He no, would do a great Jackie. Guys, we need to talk about the Jackie. episode. I disagree. <laughs> I feel like I need to see him in other stuff, like like actual dramas before I can make up my mind because I also 
Have hands. you not seen Perfect I, Devil? Like, I know that's the point. Perfect Devil? Oh, Handsome, handsome, handsome Devil? Handsome Devil, yeah. They wanted to watch it yesterday, but they spent so fucking long watching Red, White, and Royal Blue that we did not get to it, so. That's a good movie. Uh, yeah! What about Nicholas okay, as... I'll check it out. Nicholas as Misty. <laughs> he could do it. He would be a better Jackie, but so? he could do Misty, I believe. I don't think he could do it as well as Misty does Misty. Mm-hmm. Misty does... Like, she he fucks could it up. literally like, she walks be interchangeable the with Purcell, Ella Purcell. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough about him. I, I don't know why I started this conversation. I should have known we were going to argue. Fuck. Okay. That's <laughs> fine. I think I'm going to be dragged. I'm going to be drawn and quartered for this on, online. The but not for the right reasons. Because online they'll just be like, I no, it was a perfect you. movie. They won't get it. They won't see. They won't understand why you're wrong. <laughs> no, I think I feel like our anons are gonna get it. They're gonna be like, "Well, you're actually wrong for this and this and this reason." And so, anons, I invite you. Change my mind. I won't be watching that movie again. So maybe I don't care enough. But you know, state your piece. And if you if you're with me, if you think that Nick Galatine overdid it, then be with me. Actually, actually, I just think the acting was bad. Maybe it's just a directing thing. <laughs> across will, the board like look personally movie. i'm looking forward to, like i didn't even like um, what uma thurman was doing are I'm you looking serious forward to like, Nicol- what's going no one on? likes what uma thurman was doing i'm looking forward to <laughs> um in season three of yellow jackets playing um jackie jackie again playing uh <laughs> the baby that <laughs> oh. <laughs> mm, love that adult Dead baby. baby yeah Oh, can I say something? I love in Yellow Jackets where, um, where, oh shoot, what's Shauna's daughter's name? Um, Callie. Mm. Where Callie is like, um, where Callie is like, uh, she, Jeff tells her about, um, her mom's miscarriage and she's like, I had a sister. I love that immediate jump to like sister. I think that was so good. And he goes brother. And it's like, Whew, okay, I need a minute. This is perfect. I love this show. <laughs> okay, anyway, shall we talk about this episode? Because we have now been chatting for Wait, was it a little girl in um in the kind of uh like in Shauna's um like in her mind in that episode? You know what I'm talking about? Like I don't think so. No, I don't think they ever specify the gender of the kid. Did mm, they? I don't know. I'm looking forward to um, season three when Nicholas Galazine plays um, one of the people, one of, one of the people on the team that we haven't seen yet, just like Crystal and Love that. Jen yeah. and stuff this season. Yeah. Yes. Does he just been off screen? One of the purple, purple fuckers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that. I'm sorry about everything. So no, Let's do this episode. I think, like, genuinely before we start recording, I have to go get some water because I, I laughed so hard I kind of hurt my throat. <laughs> okay, I'm, good. I'm going. Wait. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm still sweaty, too. I haven't had a chance to take a shower. Everything was so busy. Jess, send yeah? aid to me. Send me aid. I'm... 
I feel like I'm stupid. You kind of this is. You don't. I didn't deserve it. I brought. I just feel myself. like there's not much aid I can give you. That's fair. I don't know. I was just. I was hoping. I'm sending you a, like moral support, and I'm sending you clean vibes. Oh, thank you. I feel like Why? a sim that just got. Because I haven't had a chance to shower yet, and I feel disgusting. I also haven't. So today. that's gonna be. Oh, it's gonna be the energy that I'm gonna bring into this episode is being stupid and um, wrong, apparently, according to you guys. So let's go for it. <laughs> Sorry, it's just so funny when we disagree because I think a lot of like a lot of the time I love that. A lot of it the time we either we disagree agree or like bit. do really understand each other's point of view. But so when there's just a clash yeah. as big as thinking that when there's just like there's it's... absolutely no yeah like <laughs> let's beef about it for sure. Okay. Um. And... Just, okay. Wait. I'm just pulling up my thing. Um. Yeah. And we've been recording for 44 minutes. So I'm sure. Yeah. Sure. Some of that is usable. Good things do happen. 